Welcome to the Single and Strong Podcast. Ladies, if you've been busy creating a life and suddenly found yourself single, or you've been single for a while and you often let yourself feel overwhelmed from living life on your own, you're definitely in the right place. As a single woman, you're dealing with a lot. You have bills to pay, a job that demands a lot of your time, kids to care for, and perhaps you're dealing with a toxic ex you try to co-parent with. But somehow, you're also supposed to look put together, find time for self-care, and let's not forget, add dating into the mix. No wonder you're feeling overwhelmed. My name is Lori Linford, and my mission is to help you lean in and hit your stride as a single woman in a strong and intentional way. I want to teach you how to once and for all stop looking over your shoulder at your past and instead look ahead at the beautiful, abundant life you have, even if it's a life you didn't plan for. Each week, I'll share stories, tools, tips, and more so you can learn how to enjoy and fully embrace your single status, create that new blueprint for your life ahead, and have more gratitude for this phase of your life. Thanks for joining me. Now, let's do this. Hey, everybody. How are you? It's Lori Linford. Can you believe it? I am back. Happy 2023. It's a new year and it's a new episode of Single and Strong. Can you believe it? I know. I have been on hiatus and I'm here to explain why I am on live today instead of being on hiatus. So first of all, let's catch up a minute. How have you been? How are things? It's great to have you here. Things for me have been a little bit crazy this year, but in the best way possible. So I stopped recording my single and strong podcast because an ex-husband of mine got wind of it, had listened to it or had had family or someone listened to it and made a slight, maybe underhanded kind of comment slash possibly threat, but I don't know for sure. And seeing as I got taken to court by my first ex-husband for having a blog, I'm assuming when this comment came in, I'm going to end up in court again. And I got scared. And if there's one thing that I always admit to is fear has driven lots of my life. And this time I'm not letting it. I am here. What does it mean to be single and strong? It means not letting somebody scare you. And it means living authentically. And probably about August, September, I was thinking, what am I doing? Like I have this story that is meant to be shared. And I have all of these tools that I've learned and all of this advice I can give. And I want to share other women's stories. And I am letting someone scare me from being myself and from really owning my authentic freaking path, which is sharing how single women can be strong. We can be confident. We can be so sure of our life and not victims of what has happened to us that we are not going to tolerate being hushed. There are so many ways that that happens in the world. And my small little podcast is just one of them. And I let it quiet me and I'm not going to do that. Okay. Okay, so to catch up where we're at right now, I do want to let you know that I have also started another podcast with one of my very good friends, Andrea White. That podcast name is We Should Probably Talk About That. It's a great podcast. We talk about a lot of different things. We 
dabble into dating, singleness, all of that. But we also talk about some great deep conversations that really people don't talk about anymore. Thus the name of, of the podcast and thus the reason why it has its own separate channel. So if you want to check that out, please do so. We should probably talk about that. It is a great podcast where we bounce off each other really well and we have a lot of fun and it's much better than listening to my voice on my own, right? Okay. Another thing I want you to do, if you are here, if you have found me, yes, I've been slacking and I got scared and hit under a rock, but I am not under a rock anymore. I am here. I'm ready to show up for you. I've had lots of creative vision lately. I feel excited about this. And I want to let you know that I am here to stay. So I would love it if you leave a review on my podcast, leave any comments, leave any stars that you think, and let's do this, okay? When you leave a review, it helps other single women find my podcast. And I always say, this isn't necessarily for single women or married women or single men or married men. However, my story is single woman. So single and strong is who I am. And that's why I chose the name. Okay. All right. So today's episode, I mentioned it before. What does it mean to be single and strong? Does that mean you have all of your shit together? Does that mean all your ducks are in a row? Does that mean you don't have any debt? You own your house. You, you know, your life is smooth sailing. No, my God, no, it does not mean that at all. My life is far from perfect. My life is far from lined up and beautiful in the way I want it, but I am strong in who I am. And I'm very happy with where I'm at in my life. It has been a journey. And if you listen to the first few episodes of the podcast, you understand what some of that journey has been. And I continue on that journey every day. So it means that you embrace your life and you're showing up for it. That's really basically what single and strong means. Okay. So I'm going to dive a little deeper. I wrote sound, I wrote down a couple of ideas. So first of all, you have motivation. You're showing up, you're showing up for your life. You are not a victim of your circumstance, which means you're not going to sit there and say, my ex-husband took all the money and he just doesn't pay me enough. And I'm never going to have anything nice. And I'm never going to have what I want. Or my ex-husband broke my heart and I'm never going to look for love again. And I hate men and they're awful. And I never want to see one if I ever live again, or I'm never going to be able to do anything. I never got my degree. I didn't have a good job. I was an at-home mom. How am I supposed to provide for my kids? I can't do anything. All of that is victimization of yourself. Okay. I could have ended up there too. Let's remember as a recap, I've been divorced twice after two marriages, one after 17 years with four children and one after having a three month old and he decided to leave. And guess what? I didn't sit and have a pity party and think my life sucks. I'm never going to amount to anything. I picked myself up. I moved forward. I didn't let somebody's crap decisions define me. Did I have my share of pity parties? Absolutely. Did I cry myself to sleep many nights? Sure. Did I get pissed off when I sit and watch their lives, how they seem so, and I'm doing air quotes here, easy, and my life raising all of these kids on my own is harder? Yes. But you know what? At the end of the day, I have the reward. I have five amazing children that I show up for. I have jobs that I show up for. I take seriously. I jump in headfirst to new projects. I am passionate about what I do. And I don't let someone tell me I can't. 
That is motivation. To be single and strong, you have got to be motivated. Am I motivated every day? No. I have my Peloton bike over here. Do I ride that every day? No. But I try, right? And I set goals and I'm motivated and I try to do best for myself. So that is number one. To be single and strong, you need to be motivated, all right? Number two, to be single and strong, you are an advocate for yourself, Lots of women I see still play the role of doormat. They still play the role of victim. They still just tolerate what they get and they don't push for more. They stay stagnant in their life and they think this is the lot I'm dealt. I will never go anywhere. It's too hard. I know there's plenty of you out there that have done that. I have done that. I have many times gotten so frustrated from the shit that's come my way that I just wanted to pick my kids up and run away. Truly. I started counseling and I start, I started telling my counselor, I knew it was time to contact you because all I wanted to do was run away. Life got really, really hard there for a while with a newborn and four teenagers and being in the thick of everything. All the debt was in my name. Everything was coming my way. And I just wanted to run. Did I run? No, I reached out for help. Okay. So you need to be an advocate for yourself, whether that means getting help through coaching, getting help through a counselor, getting help through speaking to a support system, your mother, your sister, your best friends, and not in the poor, poor, pitiful me voice that you're used to using. Yes, there is a time and place for that, but there's also a time to pull up your big girl panties and your marching boots and stomp all over your life and show up. You've got to be an advocate for yourself. That also means being an advocate for your mental health, right? If if you are in a spot where you're noticing, I'm not doing my best mentally. I need some help here. There's no shame in that. I actually went into my doctor after I had my baby and I told him, I said, I don't know if this is postpartum or if this is the beginning of depression, Because when my husband left, she was three months old. I was working full time. I was nursing. You know, I had these four teenagers in the depths of school and one was graduated. The rest were deep in their school system and, you know, sports and grades and homework and all of the things. And I just, I didn't want to get out of bed some days. And, you know, he looked at me and said, maybe we should talk about a few things. Let's really discuss it. So I will admit there was a time where I leaned on that. Because I knew I needed some help because I didn't want to buckle and fall. The last thing I wanted to do was lay in bed and be such a victim that my children didn't have a mother. So if it requires that, go see someone. Be open with your doctor. Explain to him or her, this is really hard. And this could be you're three months out of a divorce or you're 10 years out of a divorce. Because there's one thing I've noticed too is trigger sneak up on you in the worst possible way. Let me explain that. For uh, right before the holidays, I had all of my children here. My son-in-law was missing. I have five kids. One of my daughters is married. My son-in-law was missing. He had a ball game that night. So we were all, my five kids and I, sitting down to a nice dinner. And we were eating the dinner that we typically had on Christmas Eve, roast and potatoes, when I was married to the four older's father. Okay. We were sitting around this table and I asked my son to say a prayer over the food. And it's my oldest son. He's 25. And his body and his hairline and his actions very much are like his father's. And my second son is too. 
And I have no ill will towards any of my exes. I've talked about this before. We've moved on. We've all gotten to a good place in our lives. And I peaked while my son was praying and it flashed back to a Christmas Eve when these four kids were babies and they were sweet and innocent and yeah, I'm getting choked up. Um, it caught me off guard for a minute. I missed my little family unit. It's been 11 years since we split 10 years since we divorced and it, I cried. I started crying during this prayer and my kids were like, mom, what is your deal? And, um, you know, I told them, I said, you guys, it's like, this just hit me like a wave, like mourning this old life and, um, understanding why am I so upset about this? I don't know why. And I was mourning my life. You know, the person I was, the people, my kids were the, the partnership that my ex and I had the family unit we had built. I was mourning that. And you know, they say grief takes a long time and you go from one stage to the next, and then you could be slapped back four stages and all of that. I believe divorce to be the same thing. You would never know when you're going to get hit with a trigger and you have to sit in it and you have to feel it and you have to ride it through. And, um, I'm very thankful for that. And I'm very thankful that I was an advocate for my mental health and that I went in and told my doctor I was struggling. So whatever phase you're in, post-divorce, if you need to lean on that, please do. Okay. Another thing I want to say, what does single and strong mean? You ask for help. I know that's contradictory. And I know a lot of you women out there are thinking, I don't need help, Lori. I can do this on my own. That's embarrassing. That's me. I didn't want people to be like, oh, the poor single mom in the neighborhood needs our help. And I didn't want to be seen as less than, but guess what? The cards we are dealt is that we are single women, most of us single mothers. And you know what? It's okay to ask for help. There are other people that have tons of gifts that are more tailored and synchronized when it comes to electrical work or plumbing work or sprinkler work or, you know, snow removal. I have the most amazing neighbors that have helped me. A gentleman um, over the fence in my backyard helped me with my sprinklers this year. My lovely neighbor next door, who I adore, he and his wife, they're great. He comes out and shovels my walk a lot with his four-wheeler. And I tell them, thank you so much. You have to ask for help and you have to accept it. That is strong. That is knowing. I do a lot, but I might not be able to do all of this. And no, you may not be able to pay someone to show up and fix all of these things. So ask around, ask your neighbors. Ask your, ask your um, girlfriends if their husbands have any skills in, in the area you're looking for. I promise you asking for help is not weakness, okay? Number one, it helps people share and give back to you. Number two, you get that gift of having something fixed. And I'll tell you what, when my sprinklers got fixed, I laid back and I was so thankful. I had spent two, almost two months because my sprinklers would get stuck on, the electric valve would get stuck on. I spent two months walking out to my, um, to the sidewalk, turning off my main water line and then walking back into the house two months, morning and night, two to three days a week. I did that because I was too embarrassed to ask for help. And finally I had a neighbor hear that and they called my backyard neighbor. And I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful him for doing that. So yes, ask for help. That is a way you are single and strong. Okay. And then finally, this one's hard for me. 
but it's, I think very important. And an, an example of this is my podcast, this podcast, single and strong. The advice I'm going to give you is sometimes it's better just to walk away. And what do I mean by that? I was in the headspace of my ex is going to take me to court over this podcast. And I don't say anything ill about him. I only state facts, but I was in the mindset that like, this is defamation of character, or I, I have not called him any names. I have only stated fact. And I had to walk away. I decided to just shut it down, walk away and not deal with what I was dealing with. The fear, the guilt, the paranoia, whatever it was, I let it dim my light and walking away was what was best for me at that time. Slowly, the edging and the nudging and the pointing out, Lori, you really should be doing this started coming back. And then I revisited it. So sometimes single and strong means walking away, whether that be from someone you're dating who you see is not treating you well, or from choosing, uh, having your kids choose that their friends are not worth it. They're making their lives more miserable than not helping them walk away from that. You and your friends, male or female, walking away from that toxic aggression, passive aggressive people. I have no room in my life for that anymore. And this past year, I have brought so many positive, amazing people back into my life. And yes, I feel bad for losing friendships and for uh, eliminating those. But you know what? I'm more fulfilled. I am more authentically myself and I am happier than I ever have been because I am surrounded by people who are like-minded. They want to grow in life. They are doing self-help. They are making changes. They are trying to be amazing people who are connected and loving. And I don't have to deal with the volatile up and down of friendships anymore. And it's a great place to be in. Okay. All right. And then finally, my last tip, what does it mean to be single and strong? Be authentically you and don't apologize for it. Be unapologetic with who you are. For too long, I have played the game of following along in the LDS community that I'm in, and that is the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I adore all of my family and friends and neighbors who are members of the LDS Church. I think they're amazing people. I have always shown up when you need a casserole or someone to give dinner to and all of that. I am there. If my kids wanted to go, I will go. On Christmas Day, we all went and sang beautiful hymns. But I have played the game of trying to fit in but not overcommit because it wasn't necessarily fitting me for so long that this past year I evaluated, I can't be fake about this anymore. My neighbor came to me and asked me, you know, you're welcome to come to church. We'll take you and your daughter. And I was like, it's just not for me. And that is okay. I am giving myself that grace to be authentically myself. I swear. I drink. I tell inappropriate jokes. I laugh at inappropriate jokes. And I love myself so deeply now that I don't have to hide the who that I am. And that has brought me more touching relationships than ever before. I feel like being in a marriage uh, with my first husband who wanted us all to be perfect and carry on this perfect image, I stuffed my true self down. 
I stuffed it so far down. I didn't even know who she was anymore. And I thank God every day for that divorce because getting out of that marriage taught me to embrace the Lori that I am. It's a never ending journey. I learn so much about myself every day and I'm unapologetic about it. So for all of you out there who want to join me along this journey of discovering yourself, being single and strong, please subscribe right now to the podcast. I plan to drop these every week and I have some great things coming up. We're going to be talking about different things like the pressure to look young, um, how to love yourself deeply, dating tips. You are not a victim. What is feminine energy? And are you in a hurry to get married, to get married? Those are just some of the subjects I brainstormed that I have some things to talk on. And I've got some great girlfriends along the way that I've met at different occasions that want to share their stories as well. There will be a lot to learn. There's a lot to listen to. And I would love to hear more from you. So I'm going to get my website back up and running and I'm going to be doing a lot of things. I really hope you get sick of my face because I'm showing up for you and for me until next time. I will see you then. Thank you so much for joining. I love all of you. Remember, single and strong women can do anything. Have a good day.